again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of North Fork Presents On. This week, we are talking about movies and TV shows that filmed here. So, we got a convoluted title this week, but uh, Chrissy Massa is here joining me. What, what did we decide we were going to call this again this week? I think we decided Filming on the North Fork. Okay, not so us North fil- Fork represents On, Filming on the North Fork. Correct. Two Ons in there, but that's okay. Not mm-hmm. us filming on the North Fork, other people filming on the North Fork for movies or TV shows. Yeah, and the reason for this is kind of obvious this week. Um, over the last two weeks, the film, or not film, Oh, yes, film, Netflix film, uh, The Lost Girl, Lost Girls, Yes, was filming uh, in Southold, in Mattatuck. Yeah, really uh, cool. I heard they were filming in Riverhead, um, and I know I saw they were filming in Rocky Point as well. Um, so all across the North Fork, North Shore areas, um, people may have noticed those yellow signs with black letters that said LG. <laughs> That's for Lost Girls. If you ever see those people and you're wondering what all those signs are, it is uh, film sets. So That's Grant's the, good tip of the uh, episode right now. Yeah, you know, I don't get why. It seems like such an outdated thing for them. Like, these crew members don't just have, like, a GPS on their phone <laughs> to get... Why do they hang these signs everywhere? Well, I mean, GPSs don't work all the way out here sometimes. Like, you know, it's a little confusing. It'll send you down, like, a private road. They'll get confused. I think they need those uh, yeah, so yellow what, tapes. Somebody's going and moving those signs every day? And I, I don't know. So. It doesn't seem like that cost efficient. No, not at all. It seems like a really outdated film practice. I kind of agree. And it's easy for us, though, to spot it when you, it's there. Well, I always keep a lookout. And we've had a lot of good little scoops about things filming here because I'll drive in on my way in or somebody else will drive in and be like, ooh, yellow sign. And then we'll end up like, that's how uh, one of the things I filmed out here a couple of years ago was Z. The beginning of everything for Amazon, um, which led me to a film set when I saw those signs, and it was uh, they were filming scenes with um, Christina Ricci. Oh wow! No an way! Excellent actress, um, and you know I walked up onto the set, and you know you got to kind of play it cool there. They'll, right. they'll let you hang out and take pictures usually. They don't want you to cross the line, but if you just kind of don't bother anybody and you just kind of hang That's it out, the next key. thing you know the the actor might walk right past you. So Christina Ricci walked right next to me. I was able um. to get the photo I needed. File story. You know? That's awesome. <laughs> Perfect um, moment. Yeah, so Lost Lost Girls was filming. Um, we had a similar, you know, Rachel. I don't want to beat up on Rachel too much here. It's not her fault. But, uh, you know, she told me, oh, no actresses, no actors on the set <laughs> when I was there, they told me. And then I'm going through her photos, and she had an out-of-focus photo of Amy Ryan. <laughs> Academy Award nominee Amy Ryan. Poor, Rachel, poor Amy sorry. Ryan. I'm sorry, Rachel. You know, she's not someone who shows up on the Kardashians or anything, so uh, <laughs> so nobody recognized her. We didn't her, recognize but, her. But she is an excellent actress. I'm so, it's so cool that she was here. I kind of yeah. wish I was sent on that assignment. I'd yeah. love to see her. Yeah, uh, most known, uh, best known, I guess, as Holly on The Office. That was the identifier for me, to be honest. Yes. Um, Nominated for her role in the film Gone Baby Gone, which is a really great thriller that I would recommend if you haven't seen that movie. Have you seen it? I have not. You gotta watch that I know one. I'm That's the a good worst. one. You'll, you'll uh, like that one. I'm sure I would. I Gone love Baby thrillers. Gone, she was nominated for an Oscar. So that was really cool. Um, another reason why we were talking, you know, we just kind of stumbled on doing this episode because we've been talking about things filming here. Yep. Um, we both had the opportunity to see an advanced screening of um, Michael Dweck's documentary, The Last Race. Yeah. So that really good. That comes out this Friday. Uh, still not 100%. I will find out this week, so be sure to check. Uh, we'll have uh, something going up on the news review on Friday about the movie. Um, I wrote sort of a little review of it, and uh, we'll put in there if, if it is playing this weekend somewhere locally. Um, it has played at film festivals so far, um, but it is also going to be available for streaming on iTunes or Prime Video. 
this weekend. So I think for you know a small fee, you'd be able to rent that movie or buy it um, on uh, on Amazon. Um, I would definitely recommend that to people. I agree. I think it's so cool that this movie that was in all these film festivals like centers on something so specific out here. Like yeah, well that I mean you know I said you know I did an interview. There's we have a podcast that's up currently on. Um, the News Review uh, conversation, uh, the first episode of that. It's an interview series that I'm doing for the News Review, and the first episode that, of that, I interviewed the filmmaker, uh, Michael Dweck, and I opened that up by saying, I never thought the day would come that I would see a Sundance a movie right? that screened at Sundance Film Festival about Riverhead Raceway. Right? Like, and it's like an art house it? movie, too. It's gore- the, the shooting in that movie is beautiful. Yeah, it's really well done from a technical standpoint. I do think the storytelling in it will throw people for a loop. I think so. It's a little more artsy than yeah. it is story-driven. Yeah, it doesn't follow any specific arc of any one character. Right. It's more about the raceway and the raceway's threat of development. And yes. the fact that, you know, one day... The raceway could be sold, and uh, something will go in its place, and it is more likely to be something similar to the Dick's Sporting Goods next door exactly. than it is recreational opportunities or motorsports opportunities for people. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it is, like you said, a gorgeous film. Um, I would go back, listen to that podcast that we did, Conversation. It's on the News Review right now. Um, you know, he, he was telling me some amazing things, like they had, you know, 20 cameras going at one time to oh, capture the races. So insane. Um, you know, a lot of stuff that they did with audio that was really unique, just putting a microphone inside a tailpipe and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, ultimately, he said that if you go and see that in the theater, you feel like you're at the racetrack, the way the sound is mixed. I, mean, I can we, imagine we that. We watched it on a TV in the office. In the conference so, room. <laughs> you know, we had uh, our staff come in and watch it. And I think everybody was a little... Yeah, I'd say it was kind of lukewarm reviews from our staff. It was. Um, After I I watched it the second time over the weekend because I felt like I needed to, you know, before I wrote the review to just kind of get a little more. Without us talking. Yeah, and I liked it more the second time. And then when I interviewed him, I had an even greater appreciation. That's cool. Um, So I would say, you know, read, read, um, you know, listen to the podcast, read the review. Um, I don't really necessarily spoil anything, but I think it'll give you a greater appreciation because when you do watch the movie, it it's is not, like these random scenes cut yes, together. Yes, it's and not what you'd think, but I think the images are just supposed to speak for themselves. Yeah. Like give you the ambiance of being at that raceway. Yeah. And it's very focused on the raceway, so there's not a lot. It's the raceway and the development around the raceway. So you don't see a whole lot of Riverhead or the right. North Fork, which would be kind of disappointing and a little, like, you want to see more. Like, if you're seeing a movie about your area, you want to kind of see more familiar right. sites and people. And I mean, they don't even name people in the documentary. It's so People true. are talking and they don't even tell you who's talking. I don't, I don't know one person in that documentary. Yeah. But, but it, you know, it was, once you get kind of used to that, it takes you into this world um, and it, you know, definitely gives you a chance to see Riverhead Ra- Raceway from angles you've never seen it before. Yep. Which is really, really cool. Um, you know, speaking of Riverhead Raceway, we're talking about things that filmed out here and we're talking about uh, the threat of the raceway being sold and being shut down at one time and one of the things that filmed here at Riverhead Raceway was uh-huh. The Sopranos. Okay, The which Sopranos. Which I would nominate The Sopranos for the coolest thing to have ever filmed out here. That like is cool. Best. That's a big name. That is, you know, it was uh, season five, episode seven. Okay. All right. And uh, so it's in one of the later seasons. They filmed here in 2003. The episode aired in April 18th, 2004. Okay. And basically, Tony meets his father's mistress. Ooh. And, um, you know, kind of learns about his father through her. Okay. And he asks her to join him on a trip out to he's acquiring a raceway 
um, and he's checking it out. And um, but what happened when they filmed that scene? They put up a sign over the Riverhead Raceway sign that said "Sold oh my Last God. Race Saturday." No. So we were getting calls here. I, I wasn't here at the time, but I've heard this story from people who worked here at the time. Uh, they were getting calls here. Um, the racetrack was getting calls. Uh, can like, you imagine the raceway sold? What? Who, who bought it? What's going to happen? Oh you know? my god! So it's just funny that it's come. I mean, that's how long this raceway has been yeah, under this threat think about of, that. that it's going to be sold. Um, and uh, that was really funny. The New York Times actually uh, uh, wrote about it at the time. Like it, you know, it made that much noise that the uh, it, it caused the New York Times to write a story that. Gage Nears E at Riverhead Raceway. Oh, so my God. 15 years ago, people were talking about this, and it's managed to persist. And the new owners say they have no plan of uh, tearing it down. So uh, hopefully it lasts a little longer. That's cool. Let's keep the racetrack um, that alive. That film, The Last Race, will make you wish it stayed forever. I think, I think so. I completely agree. Um, I encourage everyone to check it out. Yeah. So some other things to film here. Uh more notably, uh, the Romantics. Don't you have a friend in that movie? Yeah, Joe Pinciaro is an extra <laughs> in that movie. You know, he told me about. The, you know who else is in that movie? Who? Jess Morris from North Fork. Is Rose she? Co. Oh my god! I've never asked her about that, but, but you know? we were watching it in the newsroom <laughs> recently because we all want to see Joe in it. Okay. Because he used to work here. Yeah. And um, we're all like, "Oh, Joe P, Joe P," and then we saw. Jess Morris, and we're like, that's <laughs> definitely, like, she must have been, like, in high school or really oh young. Oh, my God, then. that's so funny. And I'm almost positive it's her. It's we definitely gotta ask her next time we see her. Yeah, and then I, you know, they're sitting at different tables from each other, uh-huh. but they both have the red hair, and I'm thinking maybe they're supposed to be uh, cousins oh, yeah, or something. Oh, yeah, could be, you know? <laughs> right? Let's find all the gingers Like, I came up with a little North... backstory for the two people I recognize. The two extras uh, in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> also, Warren McKnight of Riverhead, who is a, you know, a real local character you'll see playing his banjo around town. Oh, cool. He, um had a SAG card for some reason, so he was able to have speaking lines. So he marries the couple. What? Um, yeah, and it's, you know, Katie Holmes, Anna Paquin, Josh Duhamel. Oh, my God, that's so cool. Um, yeah, I believe the couple getting married is Anna Paquin and Josh Duhamel, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, I'll take your word for and it. And they filmed that one at the Old Fields Vineyard, Old Field Vineyards. That's cool. where they get married. Wow. Um, and Southhold Yacht Club. Huh. And uh, so that was a cool one. Um, another one that was, I would put this on the cooler, better quality things that filmed on the North Fork is right. Orange is the New Black. Oh, 100%. I'm a big fan of that show. Do you remember that episode? Did you watch it? I Not specifically, mm-hmm. no, but I know that they filmed, what, Suffolk Theater and at the jail, right? The yeah. two locations they filmed that for that show? Yeah, so obviously the show takes place in the jail. Right, and so that makes they sense. They needed to, for that episode, they needed to show a jail out of town. So okay. they needed a different setting, so it made right. sense to wa- you know film. And then while they were out here, I guess they needed to film they had a scene that called for, it was like a flashback to uh-huh. a, a date that took place at a movie theater in the 80s or something. So right. they needed something that was more vintage looking. Perfect. So while they were filming there, they were like, oh, they were going to film at a different theater. Like, let's move it here. That's so, so it's cool. just a little scene. And it's they call the theater when they refer to it, they call it the Suffolk instead Do of they? the Suffolk Theater. They're oh my like, God, oh, let's so go to funny. a movie at the Suffolk. Wow, that's funny. I didn't I didn't even catch that. I need to rewatch that episode. Yes, I think it's the season two premiere. Okay. So both the scenes are in the same episode. That's neat. Um so you know, and that's like kind of a common thing with the things that filmed out here. So I wanted to focus on a couple well, what I mean to say is 
it's common for them to use the North Fork as a stand-in for something else. Right, because they weren't supposed to be on the North Fork of Long Island and Orange is the New Black. Yeah, it didn't, you know, it was, I don't know, any town USA. You right. know, it didn't matter where it, didn't it was. Matter. Uh, and the North Fork has that kind of feel. Like, obviously, you know, they have things like the vineyards that'll bring people out. They yeah. have a lot of open space and farmland, which, you know, like, for example, Boardwalk Empire for the closing shots of season two the very last shot of season two of Boardwalk Empire is was filmed in Wading River near like Lewin Farms. Over really? There. And it's showing this open space, and it's supposed to be Atlantic City in the 1920s, oh my undeveloped. God. That's so crazy. Um, and but it's actually Wading River. Um, you know, other things that did that uh, the fo- the uh, Coen Brothers movie Inside Lewin Davis. Um, they needed to film a scene where a guy's waiting outside, the main character's waiting outside a gas station. They used an old potato barn, hung a sign that said Buzz's Skelly. No! And made it look like it was an old gas station. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah, so that was another one that filmed out here. Um, I wanted to focus this mostly, though, on talking about a lot of our listeners. We're, you know, NorthForker.com. A lot of what we do is about coming and visiting the North Fork. And a lot of our readers are people who they come out here for day trips occasionally. Maybe they're doing a vacation here one time and they're researching and they're looking for places to eat and wineries to visit. Um, There are two episodes in the last five years of popular shows that filmed out here and they were about taking a trip to the North Fork. Yeah. So I gave you a little homework. You did. You made me watch. You didn't do your homework on time, so we had to delay the recording of this podcast. I had a family wedding this weekend. I got a little derailed. So, you know, I asked you to do this, you know, (laughs) off off the clock. I don't like doing that, but it was an hour of your time. You couldn't give it to me, but that's I really wanted to remember, but I I watched the episode. So you just watched them both. Yes. Now they're really fresh in my mind. Um, One of them, what we were talking about, is a 2014 episode of HBO's Girls. Yes. Which was about the girls, the title <laughs> characters, taking a trip out, a weekend trip to the North Fork. Yep, they rented a house, or they borrowed they, a house they of the, one of the girls. They stayed in a family friend's house. Yep, um, and that was girls in 2014. And then more recently, Friends from College had an episode last year that was a Netflix show with Keegan Michael Key, Fred Savage, a few other people you'd recognize. Colby Smulders is the uh, woman on the show, the, yes. the female lead. Um, they filmed that uh, at Macari and various places, and that was about uh, taking a wine trip out here. Um, you know, take, renting a party bus. The actual the episode title is Party Bus. <laughs> Which is so ridiculous. Yeah. And girls, I wanted to start talking about girls okay. first. Not only because it was filmed first, but also... Um, the episode is called The Beach House. Yes. It's season three, episode seven. If you want to pull it up, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, it's an 8.1 on IMDb. That's a high score. That is a high score. In fact, it is the highest rated episode of season three. No way. It is the highest rated episode of the first four seasons of Girls. Oh, my gosh. And the sixth highest rated episode out of 62 episodes of the series. So it was a so good episode. I mean, I thought it was a good more, episode. Yeah. And, you know, it's actually a pivotal episode for the series. The premise... Um, according to IMDb, is Marnie invites the girls to her mother's friend's beach house for the weekend. While there, Hannah runs into Elijah, and the girls learn a lot about themselves through each other. (laughs) Essentially, they go on a trip. And I I found this episode a little relatable. Like, you go on a trip with friends... Drama's bound to ensue. Of course, you, but you you're know. in a house alone with your friends for the weekend? Yeah, like, you know, things are going to come out, feelings are going to come out. Definitely. And this is kind of a pivotal episode of the series Girls where they actually realize they don't really like each other anymore <laughs> and they don't have that much in common. That's actually funny. Now, you're, they actually say in that episode, 
that they're 25, I think, the age drops. And that's how old you are, that's right? Exa- yep, exactly. Okay. Um, are you, let me ask you, not to like, you know, Get, make your friends feel bad here yeah, if they're listening right. to this, but you know, at the age of 25, you start realizing like, okay, you know, by this time, like, okay, this is somebody who, you know, I still, I love that person, yes. but you know, they were my friend at another time. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Now we I'm hanging apart. out with these people. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Once you hit like adulthood, I'd consider 25 adulthood, quarter of a century. Yeah, sure. That's when you realize I don't need fake friends. I just need people I care about who I can relate to right now. Anybody yeah. else? Eh, no time for that. And that doesn't mean that you don't still have affection no. towards the people who were your high school friends. Yeah, or, always. You know, I mean, I have friends like that that I, you know, see only occasionally. And yeah. sometimes I feel bad about it. Like, oh, I should see that person more often. But, you know, you're... World changes. Yeah, you don't have time to see people you don't actually care that much about. Yeah, so not Girls, the series is, I guess, sort of about... Now, I did not watch the whole series. I did watch, definitely through this episode, I watched all of them. Maybe I watched a little bit here and there after it. Um, you know, show's not exactly for me, but I can appreciate yeah. it, that I understand why people like the show. Oh, totally. Um, and it was, uh, that particular episode was uh, directed by Jesse Peretz, who I believe is, or was it certainly at the time, a part-time North Fork resident. Makes sense. So, um, and the idea for the show, we actually interviewed, we did a story at the time, and um, Girls Executive Producer Eileen Landris said at the time, quote, Lena came out to East Marion last summer to visit our director and really liked the North Fork, so she thought, let's shoot episode here we're really thrilled to be out here it's gorgeous um, true and the episode was co-written by lena dunham and fellow showrunner jenny connor and along with judd apatow well that's an interesting fact yeah so um a long island native himself yeah so um you know i thought it was a cool episode i thought they um they did a really good job depicting the North Fork. They did, and that, I guess that has a lot to do with the Long Island ties, you know, for that show. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So you just watch it this morning. I did. Fresh in your head. It is. There's a line right in the very beginning, like maybe the first couple oh, lines. When the okay, so first of all, they're waiting outside of Claudio's for a, a jitney bus to drop them off, which may not be super realistic, but that's okay. But the girl walks off the bus and goes. Something about how she's happy to be in the Hamptons. And she goes, this is not the Hamptons. This is the North Fork. There's a difference. I specifically wrote it down. She goes, it's for the people who think the Hamptons are tacky. I think that is a great line. I think it's fantastic. I, I think, think it's so funny. As much as people say that the North Fork is becoming the Hamptons, there's still It's not. There's still, you know, there's elements of it, sure. Yeah. There's things that are sort of Hamptonsified. But the people who are coming out here are still very much, they don't want to go to the Hamptons. It's an alternative. It's, and it, the people yeah. who move out here are a certain type of people who don't, they can be in the Hamptons, and they don't want to be. Right. And so it maintains this, you know, there's a, there's a coolness about the there's North There's a Fork. coolness. There's a different charm, yeah, you know, different is, vibe. It is, you know, um, just... It is ingrained in the spirit of what this place is, and I think it will always be the way. And I know people will argue with me on of that course, point. Of course, they will. But I think, um, you know, there is something about this place, and, and people's what draws people out here is different from what draws people to Hamptons, and people respect that. I thought this episode did a really good job of paying attention to the details of the North Fork. I guess... Jesse Peretz is, should be credited for that. By the way, he is an excellent television director. Some of the best episodes. Glow. Do you watch Glow on Netflix? Ooh, I'm a loser. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Um, you watched Love on Netflix, I love right? Love, yes. I'm pretty sure he directed some episodes of that. Um, just, you With know, Judd, he does yeah. some really good, um, really good work in television. Um, and, uh, you know, so he, his attention to detail in this 
Let's go over some of about the episode. Some so of the, the details. All right, so the house they're staying at is on Rocky Point Road in East Marion. That's cool. Near the beach. Um, they, um, so early on the episode, now this is a little bit of a nitpicky thing. I'm going to say that this maybe they got a little off, but I guess it's possible. So they ride their bikes from the end of Rocky Point Road in East Marion to downtown Greenport to go grocery shopping at the market. Which the grocery shopping at the market and the bikes part is correct, but I don't know. I mean, they must have some good endurance. A little fart. Now, you and I had to do a video that depicted riding bikes from Greenport to Orient, and we felt like that was a little bit of a stretch. We cheated. And we ended up cheating, and we got the delivery van from our company and threw our bikes in there and drove out to Orient to finish because there was no way we were riding our bikes that far. That would have been the longest bike ride. Now, where we were going was a lot farther. It was. It Uh, was. I guess it's doable. Now... And Those girls is, would have been exhausted. This is part of the joke, but Lena Dunham does that wearing just a bikini <laughs> and is walking around Greenport in just a bikini, which is funny. If you know the North Fork. You do not walk around in a bikini. You would never see somebody trying to shop at the market in no, a bikini. No, I think she even drops the line like, what, it's a beach town, yeah. which is like not really accurate. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that was sort of a um, her doing a little you know, middle finger to the people who, you know, criticize her body and that yes, sort of thing because cool. she's constantly naked on the show and that was the ultimate yeah. like just like here you go i'm just gonna bear it all even when i'm out on the north fork i'm in a bikini, she's in a bikini. i wonder if that was somewhat real to her experience where she thought like she did that or she thought i wonder that, I it could be it's yeah. very funny but they make it clear in the show that like no you can't do that you can't walk around like that so it's funny so that and that's why it works like that's how they exactly. get it exactly they know? didn't like, do they it get like, it out here you know they didn't do something so silly yes and not like acknowledge how silly it was right they totally acknowledged her character looked foolish so it was funny all right um some other winks to the north fork they eat dinner in the episode they eat duck. Yes. All right. That's a great detail. That is so Long Island. That was done purposely, obviously. Yeah. The history of duck farming on Long Island, the North Fork in particular, the last remaining duck farm on Long Island is on the North Fork. Great detail. Um, you, you pay attention to detail, so you notice something about the wine bottles that I didn't notice. Correct. They are drinking, the wine they are drinking in the episode is Martha Clara Solstice. That's cool. Which is a rosé. And... The one guy says, the one character says to the one guy, what are you drinking? He says, it's North Fork Fizz. (laughs) And so I looked very closely at what North Fork Fizz was, and it appears to be solstice Uh with a cucumber in it. Um, (laughs) That's cool. So a cucumber just kind of marinating in the the uh, rosé. I don't know. It looked kind of good. I'd drink it. Yeah. Um, Totally. So uh, another detail Marnie goes outside. She comes back in. What does she do? She goes, can you just come here for a minute so you can check me for ticks? That is so perfect. That Literally is so North perfect. Fork. I loved it. I loved that throw in there. That was awesome. That is really good. Um, another detail that I noticed, uh, probably not everybody would notice this, but just knowing the history of this boat a little bit, um, the last shot where they're waiting for the bus to get on the bus and go back home, no words spoken, really beautifully framed shot in front of a boat. The boat is the Miss Nancy, mm-hmm. which was Captain Bob Hamilton's boat, um, which is the boat that was used in the movie The Devil's Own, which oh also filmed out here. That's so cool. So I did a story on Chris Hamilton this summer, and he was talking about it, how you know they paid them to use the boat for a couple days, um, and they filmed it right in Greenport. Uh, I remember it was big front-page photo of... 
Brad Pitt, like, up on the mast of oh the ship, my God. the Miss Nancy. I want to find that. And, um, yeah, so it was Brad Pitt, Harrison Ford on this boat. And, wow. And, you know, Chris told me it was just, like, a really surreal experience. Oh, my you God, know, I bet. Brad Pitt was becoming the biggest star at that time. Wow. Harrison Ford was, was, was the biggest movie star at that time. I think still is the highest-earning movie star of all oh, time. Oh, probably, yeah. So, um, you know, in terms of box office revenue. So, uh, great... Um, so a great little wink, probably unintentionally. Uh, they just probably saw the Miss Nancy there and thought it looked cool. They thought cool. it looked cool, probably. But great that the boat from the Devil's Own is the boat that you see in the background Oh, it's there. so cool. Um, and Perfect. the Devil's Own, I would say, that's another one I would give an award to for um, one of the cooler things. I mean, definitely the coolest movie star setup out here. Oh, my God, 100%. Although, also in Greenport, they did film Margot at the Wedding with mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman. Oh. So that was good. That is big. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what were your overall impressions of Beach House? I thought it was great. I thought it was funny, relatable, and I appreciated the accuracy to the North Fork. Something we forgot to talk about, which I thought was hilarious, is when they're actually at like one of the private beaches, and she's complaining about walking on the beach because her feet hurt because of all the rocks. Yeah. And the one of the Marnie, the character, she yells, "I told you to wear your water shoes," and yeah. it's like, yeah, you would know that if you actually vacationed on the North Fork that you need yeah. your water shoes for the beach. Well, and I thought that was so great it too, was how so she funny. was so prepared for this yes. trip, and she wanted everything to go according to plan exactly when you go on one of those trips like a destination bachelor party or wedding or bachelorette party or whatever you have that where like somebody's going to kind of be the ringleader and come up with the itinerary yes and like for my bachelor party we did a destination and for me it was very much like i kind of came up with a plan myself like here's what we're going to do and none of my friends were interested in following oh. that plan. One of my friends had just gotten divorced. It became his, you know, I'm back on the market Oh, so party. he had his own plan yeah, he for had your his, bachelor that party. That was his bachelor party. <laughs> so, uh, you oh, know. Oh, gosh. It, you know, and that's what happens when you go. Like, you can't go on vacation with a lot of people and have everything run smoothly. No, no way. So, Something always goes wrong. So I thought that was really great. That was I awesome. I loved how she had the shoes for the Rocky Beach. That um, was so funny was to me. I was presumably- cracking up watching that. Yeah, that was presumably at the end of Rocky Point Road where the house was. Um, Yeah, actually, I know that's where they were filming that. Um, Friends from College. (laughs) Season one, episode five, The Party Bus. Yes. Let me give you a little, um, let me explain the episode. Ethan, which is Keegan-Michael Key's character, organizes a wine-tasting trip for his friends, but his perfectly planned excursion hits a few bumps in the road. A 7.0 on IMDb. Not a terrible score. No, not Ri- as high, but good. Written by Justin Noel, directed by Nick Stoller, who is the creator of that show. Also the director of Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Neighbors. Ooh. All right, well, those are good films. Um, so tell me, you just watched this episode this I did. morning. Tell me a little bit about uh, this episode. I think this episode's funny. Actually, one of the first lines in the episode is he's trying to research, um, he's trying to distract his wife. They had a hard time getting pregnant, which is a little dark and, you know, sad. So he's trying to do something fun for her. So he, he they live in the city, and he's on this website looking at, like, wine tastings, and he realizes they can go to the North Fork of Long Island for that, and he goes... They make wine on Long Island, which I thought was like, <laughs> duh. That yeah. was that was funny. And then he keeps really trying to sell everybody on the he trip does. to Long Island by saying it's the next Napa. Yeah, he keeps claiming that, and he actually says it to one of the guys working at the winery, and the guy's like, don't you compare us to, to Napa, not the same climate, which is a funny line, I think. Now, I will say, this episode, the attention to detail was not quite there. Like, no. for girls... 
they clearly, okay, you can say maybe, you know, the riding the bike was a little longer than you would probably ride a bike Definitely, on a weekend trip. but it was trip. still accurate, you know? You could do it. You yeah. could do it. Uh, maybe not in a bikini, but you could no. do it. Uh, but hey, you know, the cinema doesn't have to operate entirely in the rules of the world. Exactly. But girls at least paid good attention. The friends from college got a little sloppy with the it geography of the North Fork. very and sloppy. Oh, my gosh. And also, I'm not quite sure if they intentionally had it be where these people were so ridiculous that they clearly didn't fit on the North Fork or if they just totally got it wrong. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I, you know, I have, I've only watched this episode of the show. I watched it for the sake of... You know, we had done a story that they filmed here. Right. So I watched it and wrote about how the episode was available. Um, so I did uh, watch the episode. It's the only episode of the show I ever watched. Um, I, I agree. It had some funny moments. Um, I think the girls' episode's a better episode of television. Um, yes, definitely. And apparently the people who take the time to review on IMDb <laughs> also agree. agree. Um but the fact that they took this huge party bus from New York City to the North Fork was hysterical With, to like, me. stripper poles. Yeah. Was, I like, mean, I know people do take party buses. They do. People do that, maybe more so from other parts of Long Island. But I guess they do do that. But, like, this bus was so ridiculous. It was extreme. Like, if you saw this driving down the roads, you would be like, what is happening? I mean, it is what everybody who lives on the North Fork who hates tourism. Yeah. Like, it was... And the, and the episode's, like, almost kind of, like, irresponsible from that standpoint. It really is. I mean, first off, in the girls' episode, they're 25, as we discussed. Yes. In this, they're probably... You know, so they're your age. In this, they're probably a little more my age, like, late 30s, early 40s. Right. Um, and they are... Uh, you know, they rent a party bus. They get, like, sloppy wasted at the winery. Yeah, like, you wouldn't get that wasted, like, wine tasting. No, you're definitely not supposed to. And people, right. you know, who are 15, 20 years removed from college, I don't know. I think they'd know little, better. You know, it's almost, like, flipped. Like, it's maybe what you'd expect from the younger crowd. From me. And in girls, here they are, like, yeah, they, you know. Get a little goofy, and but they're not hurting anybody but each no, other's feelings. No, they're in feelings. their house, you In know? a house, having a dinner yeah. party. Like, that's more what you would think the experience would be. So they kind of, right. these oppos- these episodes are sort of opposite of it's what you so would expect. It's so true. Um, they take this ridiculous party bus. Now, the winery that they filmed at was Macari Vineyards. Yeah, I spotted that right away. In the, that was cool. In the show, though, they say, Stirring Cup Winery, New York Winery of the Year, 2015. It was actually Mattituck, uh, Macari and Mattituck. Um... Some other things you'll see, uh, South Jamesport Avenue, the L-I-R-R overpass, they actually crash the party bus into that. <laughs> Which is so ridiculous. <laughs> and also, it doesn't make any sense, because why would they be over there? Yeah, what else did you see, and what other things? Uh, well, because at the very end of the episode, so like we said, they're all kind of like wasted at this point, and they end the episode in the parking lot of the Riverside McDonald's, oh, my eating God. McDonald's in the parking lot. But it's funny, too, because... At the scene where they crash the bus into that bridge overpass, that's where they spot the McDonald's sign, which oh, you yeah. would never see a like large neon fast food sign out here anywhere. Yeah, out here. Well, especially Riverside, you could not see a sign in Riverside oh, from well, James. Oh, yeah, hundred percent no. <laughs> so you know they kind of get it like wrong in that regard. I mean, look, they weren't that interested, and they were kind of created their own version of the exactly. North Park of this. Whereas girls, I think, with the filmmaker having a residence out here, he was more sensitive to it. Totally. Um, the girl, I will say, from having covered the filming of both of these, uh, you know, as an editor, not not a reporter, but um, on the girls' set, they. Uh, allowed us on the set. They were really 
welcoming and open, and we got to just kind of hang out. Oh, that's cool. I mean, we got a great photo from just a few feet away of the stars, and they, oh, you know, awesome. they let us in, Newsday in. Uh, that was really cool. Um, not exactly the same with um, friends from college. That Did was they not let more, you near that uh, set? I mean, we got photos, but they didn't really want us hanging out at the mm. set. Um, but, you know, uh, it was, you know, it was... To see the North Fork depicted in film is kind of always cool. It is so cool. Uh, they never get it quite right. I thought girls did the best I've ever seen of that. Definitely. That, they did a really good job. Much better than the uh, friends from college. I do think before we go, we should come up with a favorite line. Okay. Um, I got some candidates here. Should we what run do you them got? off? Yeah, run them off. All right. So in girls... There, I think there's two lines that could really work, um, and these are lines that are relate to the North Fork. Um, this is the, as you mentioned earlier, this is the North Fork. It's for people who think the Hamptons are tacky. Such a good line. This is the North Fork, boo. They don't have dominoes, <laughs> which is a really good line. <laughs> I love that. So one. they're they have the dock now. In the episode, it's just the four girls who are supposed to be there, and then. They end up uh, connecting with some friends, so they end up being like eight of them there. Right, too many. And uh, so the food was rationed out for four people. Now it's got to be split among eight. <laughs> so and no, everybody says they don't even like duck anyway. It's just right. what Marnie's forcing them to eat. <laughs> so one of the characters is like, "Let's order Domino's." Yep. And it leads to the line, "This is the North Fork boo. They don't have Domino's." Which I think is really funny and and relatable because if you took a yeah. crew out here, now, they might do that. Technically, there is a Domino's pizza in Riverhead on oh, yeah. the end of Route 58 by the DMV. Uh, I do think that probably delivers as far as Mattituck. Yeah, it would not deliver to where these but people it wouldn't, were. <laughs> so I think they're safe. It wouldn't deliver as far as East Marion. Totally. Um, so I would say those two are contenders. Now from uh, friends from college, the North Fork. They make wine on Long Island <laughs> would have to be a contender. Definitely. And I think also the one that we said earlier, I'm excited to explore the burgeoning new Long Island wine scene with you guys. Some are calling it the new Napa. <laughs> and what's funny about that, when he says that, the bus driver actually goes, I haven't heard that before or something, like calls him out on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that that's a good line, especially because people do try to market Long Island as like, oh, it's like Napa. Yeah, they compare it They for do sure. and they don't, you know, because yeah. Certain elements, like obviously they want the respect that Napa Valley wines right. have, but you also, uh, you know, it's not exactly like Napa out here, and no. people are aware of that. I like that line, but I think I'm going to go with the Domino's line. I was going to vote for Domino's too, All not right. going to lie. Not to so, just agree with you, but... So that's the best line, and it, it's it, funny. it does stay true to the North Fork. It really like, does. You know... You want pizza right now. You're going to have to be sober enough to get in your car <laughs> yep. and go find it somewhere. <laughs> and I would maybe recommend uh, 1943 Pizza Bar if you were staying in East Marion. That you is a go good there. recommendation. But I don't know if anybody wanted that crew in there that night. You know, Probably not. They were not. a little out of hand. No, definitely not. <laughs> All right, well, that is our show for this week. North Fork Presents On. Again, check us out every Tuesday. Uh, you can follow us and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts as well as SoundCloud, uh, or just come to our site every Tuesday morning. We have new episodes up. Uh, next week, we still don't have a topic. We're thinking maybe we'd do something Thanksgiving. I don't know, something Thanksgiving. That's kind of nice, right? Week. Might be nice. So, uh, But we'll figure that out. 
then um, also a new episode of North Forker TV is going to be up tonight. We're going to put it out a day early, get it up at night. We figure people have a little more time to watch it. So check back on our website at 7 p.m. Tuesday night uh, for the next, the second episode of North Forker TV. All right, Chrissy, thank you for joining me again. Thanks for having me. I love being on. All right. Thanks, everyone.